Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome back to the Behind the Line Show, Week 14, presented by Scores and Odds in partnership with Roto Grinders. As always, Ryan Reed at Dude Man Pa, coming off a good week, uh, a good week as far as your picks. You even beat me in our show bets. So take your victory lap there, Ryan. Congratulations. Let me spin. <laughs> victory lap is in. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, we finished 9-5 and five last week. We brought the record up to 112, 77, and 6 pushes. Um, I mean, I'll take that every week. I love winning, and who doesn't? So uh, what do we got for this week? Uh, hopefully you bring another soft wager to the table, and I can go up a unit instead of just breaking even this time. How's that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're going to, like, uh, sweeten the pot. Uh, we're going to add a movie bet to it as well. So we're just going to have a good time. Not just American dollars, potentially, but a movie bet, which is worth – you can't put a price on that. Uh, very first game on the slate Thursday night. I don't have a strong take in this one. Maybe you do. I just My strong take is that I don't think I'm watching it. How about that? There's my strong take. Uh, the Raiders at the Rams. Uh, Rams, a home a favorite. Home dog, I'm sorry. Getting six and a half points. The total, we're looking at 42 and a half points. Um, Baker Mayfield may play to some degree. Uh, John Wolford currently is a game-time decisions. Uh, we don't know who's going to be starting quarterback tonight for the Rams, but they're probably not going to be great. They just found Mayfield, uh, you know, off the street a couple days ago. Um, yeah, do you have a, a take here? The Raiders at the Rams. It's bad. I mean, the game is bad. It's Thursday night. Um, I don't trust the total in this game. I haven't taken the under on Thursday nights quite a bit. Um, I, I know I've also mentioned recently over the last few weeks that one of my other things to focus on on these island games is to take the team with the better running game. The Raiders are on a 3-0 win streak over the last few weeks, and I'm, it's all pride at this point, but that's okay. I'll take pride, Raiders Nation, go. Uh, the Rams, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anybody they can throw out. I don't know who they're going to throw out, and I don't think it really much matters. Um, it's not like a comforting position, but I'm going to take the Raiders minus the 6.5 here <laughs> after they ended up clearing it on Seattle last week. I mean – you know, David Carr cried in a press conference, and now it's on. We're just going to win out for the rest of the season. Uh, either way, the Rams are just depleted. They don't care. The season is over. They, they might as well just start looking forward. And and the Raiders are going to play for a little bit of pride, and, and I'm, I'm all right with that. Um, yeah. Jacobs is probably going to run all over this team. I'm not sure. The, the prop is like 85-89. Uh, and they don't give up many rush yards, but I think a lot of those stats were previous games in the season, and I think it's about to start bleeding. 
They're without Aaron Donald on the inside. I think two of their best inside players uh, defensively are out. Anybody you've heard of on the Rams is probably not playing football for the Rams tonight. Uh, again, we don't know about quarterback. There's, they said there's a real chance that Baker Mayfield could play quarterback tonight, having being in the yeah. organization for, I don't know, two days, three days. Um, this and, is where we reference your tweet that I saw earlier. That was amazing, where you just tweeted out like two Nintendo plays from Tecmo football. That was like <laughs> run left, run right. And you were like, oh, he was able to memorize the playbook on the flight. Amazing. Um, yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I feel. So that's why I'm with the Raiders. What what, what do they possibly give him as far as the, the playbook? And yeah, and shout out to J- Josh Jacobs, has been phenomenal this year. You know, he's going in those free agencies and. Um, and he's been questionable in several games, you know, uh, of late and just absolutely smashing. He was questionable going to this game, but or report earlier today or recording this on Thursday afternoon, if y'all are not aware, uh, says that he's expected to play despite the fact he's got that quad and the calf. Uh, biggest total on the board this week? Well, I, I should say in the main slate uh, from a DFS perspective, there's probably a total that's bigger elsewhere. But um, 51 and a half in a dome, Minnesota at Detroit. Uh, it's a big boy number for sure. This is a weird one. This is where I have to ask you, like, is this just like one goofy site? Because supposedly the Lions at home opened as a two and a half point dog. And now they're a one and a half point favorite. Did we really get four points of movement? I know yesterday on Wednesday it was two and a half. So this game's went all over the place as far as this line. Uh, I'm glad you're highlighting this game. This is the game that I'm hoping you and I are on opposite sides of so we can have another wager. Okay. I don't know what's happening with these numbers, and there's no way I'm not taking the Vikings plus points in this game. I don't care about Detroit and the covering at home. Vikings are just a better team, and I can't seem to find myself betting on the Lions to cover points at home. They got hard on the Lions. You can't quantify that. Yeah, they, they sure do, much like the one from the Wizard of Oz, but it, I don't think it matters. Um, my money doesn't follow my heart, that's for sure. I am a, I am a diehard Philadelphia fan, yeah. and le- learning, you know, sometimes not betting with uh, your own teams is, is a better way to go. Now it doesn't really matter. I don't care. Who's in, who's out? I'm just going to take whatever's the positive EV and roll on. If my team loses, it is what it is. At this point, I'm probably more excited about my futures wagers than I am about the day-to-day. What's your biggest uh, futures wager you have right now on the table? <laughs> the highest odds is probably Utah Jazz, which is working out just fine. To do what? Uh, like make the playoffs? No, no, to, to win to win the title, but they're gonna make the playoffs. That's easy. Yeah. I also I also have that. Oh, you don't think so? I mean they're they're sputtering and you know they're, they're not they're not very they overachieved. But uh, making a know. note, making note, Dean uh, wants some Utah action. I, I mean I did I did get him at like well, I don't know, three to one to make the playoffs. Oh, I like that. That that's great. Okay, but yeah, and I was like, hey, until you guys move this down to like one thirty or one fifty, I'm just gonna keep banging it. It's too, it's too hot. Get under two hundred in the sixth spot for what it's worth. But I think they're either you know, four of their last, uh, well, four and six in their last ten. We this is not a basketball podcast, but like, good All lord, right. I don't know if you saw how they won how they won yesterday. It was a completely insane game against Golden State. Um, so I do have the Vikings to win the Super Bowl too. I think that was uh, twenty-four to one, and that was like uh, it was basically a free bet. I believe it was a, a FanDuel promo in August, five hundred bucks. You get fifty bucks back per win. It's already paid for itself, so I'm pre-rolling that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't mind that. And like, would you? Are you a hedger, or it depends? It's a case-by-case situation. It depends on what the odds are, and yada yada. Like, you know, how far along did they be in the playoffs to start hedging, or you just, you're just like let it ride and that's it. I do like to stack a bunch of teams walking in so I can carry a bunch of options to the playoffs because I feel like that's the best time to start dishing is later in the season when you get massive jumps from 
uh, NHL example, I have the Seattle Kraken at like a thousand to one also to win the Stanley Cup. Well, anytime you're going to put a number out there, Dean, that's crooked. We just got to jump on it. I don't care. I'll sell it later. Shout out to PropSpot. Thank you. Hey, you call the team the Kraken. I'm in. Yeah, I just <laughs> they have pretty sweet uniforms as well. Um, did we, we didn't mention the total 51 and a half, but you're more talking about you just like the size. You like Minnesota. It's, it's too much. Like, I get it. It's the dome. It's the, the these teams score a bunch against each other. Did you check out the game log from the previous matchup this year? I believe it was a 28-24 final with a last minute touchdown scored by the Vikings. It was one of those where the graph goes up. Detroit's going to win. Detroit's going <laughs> to win. Detroit's going to win. And then it just falls to the floor. Um, I, I'm OK with that. That doesn't mean Detroit's going to win this time. And I, I'm not sure where everybody's coming from. Um, but everything looks like it's really based off of just the previous meeting. I know Detroit did not punt last week. That was against the Jags. Different story. I know what their home road splits are crazy, but also like, you know, their home schedule has been pretty soft this year. Uh Uh, And I also know like their first four games of the year, they average like 30 points, like the five through eight, they average like zero. (laughs) And then again, now now in the last three or four, they're, they're back on as far as scoring points. They've had a weird season, Detroit. Um, so after, after all this, I, I do have a play for this game, but I'm not going to take either one of these numbers by themselves. Uh, I remember you you asked about teasers just a week or so ago, yeah. and that's where we're going to go here. Let's take Minnesota plus seven and a half and combine that with the over 46 and a half. You can grab that at minus 110. I like that bet, actually. I think that's pretty good. This It feels like Minnesota is going to stay reasonably close, if not win this game outright, and it's it feels like it's going to be a shootout. I know there's also uh, stats done, you know, talk about, you know, the rematch, second game, and the interdivisional. Like, typically those scores are a little bit lower, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, there are exceptions to the rules. This one feels like an exception. I, I think it's shooting out to some degree. Jets, Bills, are these teams meeting again for the second time? I don't know. You probably know. I uh, believe this is the second meeting for these two. Uh, uh, I don't have a note on the first meeting, but. You got to lay 10. Buffalo minus 10 at home, double digits versus the Jets, who are pretty feisty. 43 and a half is the total. I'm going to I'm going to guess that. you. I mean, look, you, you answer for yourself. You're a man. You're an adult. You're 40. Uh, 40. Uh, what? 43.3.3. 43. 43.5 is the uh, the total. But uh, the side, you're getting double digits to the Jets. You're taking those points. I just know you. I think maybe not. I'm, I'm going to take the under on this one. Uh, I don't like the double digits. That's that's absolutely correct. Um, yeah, but the Jets are still the Jets. They still need to win. Mike White's actually looked pretty good. I just think that both of these defenses allow much fewer points than the teams they've been playing against. So I believe that the Bills 28 a game and the Jets 22 a game is going to take a hit here. Both of these teams are only giving up maybe 16 to 18 points a game. Sound about right? It's like mid-30s for a total on the defense's addition. So I liked getting this opening number before it moved. Oh, I guess this is not that game. Uh, I still got under 44, which looks like it drifted already. Yeah, I'm seeing 43 and a half right now, but you probably can get 44, maybe pay a little more juice, possibly. Uh, MGM. MGM minus 125 as of, you know, an hour ago. That's a so lot I more did. paper. Uh, like a 0.5, but I get it. You're yeah. safe to take this to the 43 and a half. It is a lot to pay for that. Um, I would go with the 43 and a half if you can. But yeah. I, I always like... When I know this number is going to keep dropping, I always like to get the best number, and I'll just reposition later. 
Pittsburgh at home versus Baltimore. Uh, LJX Lamar not expected to play for the Ravens. Therefore, Pittsburgh is a home favorite, one-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, 36-and-a-half is the total in this game. First touchdown wins. Uh, what do you like as far as this game? Can we skip this game? Um, I feel like the total has just kind of ro- – it's too low. I don't want to mess with it. I don't really know what's going to happen with the Ravens' offense with Huntley at QB. Uh, they scored a touchdown on the Broncos, and he, he did it in one half. I mean, <laughs> he did just as good as Lamar, so who knows what's going to happen here. He had some uh, moments last year. Like, you know, he had some moments. The Ravens still need to win. Uh, this is just uh, the injuries and not knowing exactly how everything's going to fall. I, I'd rather skip this one unless you have something that you want to highlight. I don't have a strong take here. Um, I mean, it should be a reasonably low-scoring, close game. Like as as the line suggests, I don't disagree with it. Um, me either. I just feel like it's in front of me a little bit, and I wish I could have got closer to the thirty-eight. Uh, all right. So we still have a thirty-seven. I liked the under. I just thought it was getting low. Under thirty-seven. Let's put that in. I'll actually make that wager after we're done here too. Under 37, Bet Rivers. Do we have that anywhere else? No. Why does this book still exist? I don't even think they're like functioning. But Bet Rivers? No, this Ubo Fubo thing over oh. here. <laughs> <laughs> Bet Rivers is only in like three states, isn't it? Like I feel like it's not in a lot of places. I, I'm not sure oh. it's in any places anymore. They must have been in the FTX. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware. Uh, isn't, isn't that what happened to like my bookie? I know my bookie shut down and I heard they had a lot of like FTX holdings and I thought they lost their ass. I did not know that, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know FTX crossed over into the sports betting world. I just knew it was, I just figured it was in the, uh, the NFT stuff, but you know. Oh, yeah, was, sports betting uh, bookies tend, tend to own crypto, apparently, was what was happening there. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's, there's, there's a Venn diagram. I can see that. Uh, the Eagles, the Eagles are at the Giants, another divisional matchup. Uh, Philadelphia's got to lay six and a half on the road in New York. 45 and a half is the total. What do you got? I don't like this game either, Dean. Um, <laughs> man, the, so everything screams the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, and I think, the Eagles, I think the Eagles probably do win the game. Uh, this is another interdivisional rivalry that uh, always ends up kind of playing out weird. These are games I don't like to attack per se. Um, let's just find better options elsewhere. Uh, the Eagles win. Uh, I also think there's a probability that it hits the under. But the under is moving over while people are betting the under. So that makes me feel weird about that right now. So I'll just reevaluate it in a few days. Uh, Surprised. I, I thought I was looking for the rematch. And no, this is the first time they're facing each other. They're actually going to play each other in week 18 as well. So, um, yeah, surprise, surprise. And we'll see if Philadelphia has to play anybody weekend 18. Stay tuned. But as far as, uh, yeah, week 14, facing them for the first time, a little surprising there. Um, all right. And if you just want to flat out pass, by all means, this is, this is your show, man. I'm just hosting it. And you don't, if you don't want anything on your record, if you just want to, you're just like kind of throwing a dart, take a pass. Yeah. You don't, you don't, yeah. Know. I mean, I, I said how I feel the game plays out. I, I, I feel like the Eagles are going to win. I just don't know that they're going to cover a touchdown. And the Giants are smashing the under, which makes you want to take the under. And that also kind of plays into, I don't think the Eagles are going to clear a touchdown. However, all that being said, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to take it. The line's moving the other way from what I'm thinking, which means I'll just come back to it at another point. 
it feels like one of those like Philly up by 10 giants ball three minutes ago and impossible backdoor. That's what I, that's what I feel. Who runs the graphics over here at uh, scores and odds. Can we get some tiger striping in the, uh, the Bengals bar here? <laughs> I mean, twice a season, I can't decipher who's who. <laughs> we got the Browns at the Bengals. Speaking of Tigers, uh, the, the Bengals are minus five and a half at home versus Cleveland. 46 and a half is a total. We saw Watson came back last week. They won. Good for them. But he looked terrible for what it's worth. Uh, we're yes. expecting Mixon back for Cincy. I guess that's not terribly surprising, right? The rust was there. For Watson, uh, did not look good, but you know their defense got, I think, three defensive touchdowns if we're counting the special team touchdowns. So yeah, no offensive touchdowns for Cleveland. They didn't need it because Houston is like you know barely playing football these days. They just ruled out all their receivers too. We'll talk about that soon enough. But as far as Cleveland and Cincy, what do you got? I want the under, and I actually found a forty-seven uh, on Circa just just a little bit ago. So I think there's still a 47 out there at the minus 110, and that's what I'm putting down as my official play. Oh, I have it noted at minus 112 at Barstool as well, which is not on here. So if you want to find that 47, it's out there and available. Uh, the Bengals are on an incredible under run. 11-5-1 uh, in the last 16. You just mentioned everything that concerns me about Cleveland. You scored zero offensive touchdowns <laughs> against Houston. Deshaun came back and did exactly what we thought he was going to do. He was rusty. And, and that's totally normal. Uh, I, I don't expect that to pick up immediately. And I don't think one week is enough to do that. And now you're going up against the Bengals team who has a good defense. And they're still in a position to want to win and driving for the playoffs. There's just no way they're rolling over for you. So I like the Bengals to probably win this game outright. What was that spread? Cincy minus five and a half. I wouldn't be totally against taking a minus five and a half either as I'm kind of talking myself into this, even though the money doesn't seem to agree with me. Um, you were talking I, I teasers think, before, but not to cut you off. You're talking teasers. This is kind of the game you, you tease, right? If you like Cincy to win, just all they got to do is win and find something to, you know, to pair it with. So, yeah, but you can get – you're going to want to wait like another point till it's like minus six and a half. So then you're getting like the minus 0 0.5 – and then you're moving the point. So basically, yeah, that's the only reason because you're They're just wasting you're, you're wasting some equity right now. Yeah. Well, I, what, if, what if the line is a move? That's one of those. That's a tough spot to get it off of, right? Well, you, you got it. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go and uh, ding yeah. big T later. But I'm pretty sure there's a rule that says you never cross zero. Oh, the long teasers. Yeah, I, this is not my area of specialty, but I'm like I've heard people talk about it, and I thought this was. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You make a good point. So if it gets to six, then you can take it to zero, and then you're working yourself out. But otherwise, you're just paying for equity that you're not really gaining. We got anything else here as far as the Browns and the Bengals? We move it on. Under 47, minus 110, Circa and Barstool. The Jags. Jacksonville is in Tennessee, uh, the home of Roto-Grinders. Uh, Three-and-a-half point favorite, Tennessee. They just fired their GM. Over under 41-and-a-half. 41 and a half here. This is another one of those games that's kind of meh. At least that's my thoughts. I'm curious to get your uh, – that's, that's my analysis. But uh, what do you have as far as Jacksonville at the Titans? The same bet we've been making pretty much all year, and I don't think it's going to change, and I still don't think it's going to lose. We're going to take an under in Tennessee. Uh, their defense is good. They run an offense that sort of just chews clock and doesn't run a lot of plays. you got the blitz handy right now. What's our expected plays in this game? 
Ah, I don't have. I, give me a second, and I'll. Doesn't pull. matter. I see we still have the under 41 and a half on FanDuel minus 115. That was my play. We've been just taking Tennessee at home unders pretty much consistently. What's the spread? Spreads in a little bit of a funky zone. So we're in between a couple of numbers right now. And I like the under just as much. So I'm just going to roll on that side. All right. So expected games, uh, game, game plays 127, which is in the red. It's not like the worst, but it's like bottom six or five as far as uh, expected game plays for this week. It's, it's hard to beat the Broncos, Dean. <laughs> Uh, the, the lowest number is actually Pittsburgh and Baltimore, 123.3. <laughs> um, where is that? Denver? Well, Denver's playing KC, so KC's going to lift them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, you know, those aren't the season totals. Those are the expected. And they're probably still only mid-packed or lower. Do you remember we talked about, in, in, you know, Dallas, Indianapolis last week as far as being off the charts with expected plays and, like, talking about the over in that game? Remember that conversation? Uh-huh. We went, we went with the over. It just uh, we didn't realize Dallas was going to cover plus 10 on just the over. <laughs> they almost went over in the in the fourth quarter, I think, uh, close to it. Uh, no, maybe 33 or something like that, whatever it was. By the way, this week, again, Dallas and Houston is the top uh, expected plays. Both teams playing pretty fast. All right, let's talk about well, – hey, look at that. Uh, hey. Is Texas uh, – the Battle of Texas. The Texans in Dallas. Dallas uh, <laughs> is a 17-and-a-half-point favorite against a professional – an alleged professional football team. Uh, 44 and a half is the total. And just saw this about a half hour ago. Uh, Brandon Cooks not expected to play at receiver. Uh, Nico Collins not expected to play at receiver. The one – we wouldn't normally care, but but like that's the two best receivers for Houston. Uh, Davis Mills expected back. Good luck, Davis Mills. You have Philip Dorsett, Chris Moore, uh, Amari Rogers, Jordan Akins. Have at it. Um, you got to lay a lot of points if you like Dallas, but like Dallas should theoretically like just Hulk smash. And that's kind of the problem. Hulk smash. Um, it's it's too easy, and it's definitely going to happen. I mean, I doubt that Dallas loses this game. Uh, do I want to pay 18 points? No. Um, I mean, and now I don't want an over either because this could be a shutout. I mean, this who knows what's going to happen in this game. Dallas is rolling. Texas is rolling it up into the back of the truck, just trying to get into the offseason. This is another game I want to skip. I, the Dallas, Dallas could come out to a big lead in the first half, not play anybody in the second half. Houston could not even score even with everybody. Who knows? So what's the official take there? Just that? Nothing? Is that a full pass? pass? Yeah. I mean, do you have do you have something you want to do in this game? I would look for players. I mean, I wouldn't get Houston. Later, but uh, but the, for the same reasons, I don't really want to do that. One team is so much better than the other team, and I can't trust that the motivation can stay long enough for us to get snaps. Dallas is favored by well more than the Houston team total is. They're 17.5-point favorites, and the team total for Houston is 13.5, which is that, is that is something, man. That That's that's pretty wild. It's rock bottom there in Houston. We're not here to lose money in Week 14, and this is one of those games that's going to do it. What about this one? Can we win some money against the Denver Broncos? Your Denver Broncos. Flex. <laughs> well, I just acknowledging the game is happening. The Kansas City we will. We will. Are, in, are in Denver. Uh, we have a nine and a half point favorite there, Casey, in Denver. And Denver's defense is good. 
Uh, and I understand why the defensive players are probably angry at, at Rust. I, I understand why they would want to yell at him for their offense being so incompetent. Uh, Sutton not expected to play for Denver this week. It's a it's a big number. Like Denver historically getting almost 10 points at home. Like you never really see that. And, you know, a tough place to play there. Mile high. Kansas City, obviously one of the better teams in the league. 43 and a half is the total. But all that said, it sounds like you're just giving it the old nah wave. No. We've been successful. Who says the, the, the quote of like sometimes not making a wager is a winning wager? This is literally just stop betting on the Broncos. Pack it in for the year and just come back later. It's just not worth it. That sounds like a quote from uh, from John Anthony, that uh, Matthew McConaughey flick. <laughs> Without we'll, take, we'll take it. I don't know if it's like actually real. It just it feels like it should be correct. Do you know what movie I'm talking about or no? Because no, you've probably seen know. it. Oh, oh, if you like sports gambling, you got to see this movie. For real. We're, we're uh, going to hit the movie list at the end because this we'll, is where I'm going to lose my wagers and have to win them back in football bets. Yeah, we'll talk about it off air uh, in, a, in a second. But, yeah, I, I, seriously, Venn Diagram. People who like to sports gamble will love this movie. All right, let's talk about the Panthers and the Seahawks. This is another fun one. Uh, Seattle is now a four-point favorite at home, which kind of seems – I don't know, man. Is that a little disrespectful? Almost saying they're the same as Carolina, sort of. And historically, a tough place play, to play there in Seattle with the 12th man. Just a four-point favorite, 44-and-a-half is the total. You know, a lot of people have questioned Geno and Seattle the entire season. I feel like they've earned enough respect to be a bigger favorite than – I mean, Carolina stinks. What, what are we doing here? What, that number's wrong. I don't like – I like Seattle, which is famous last words. I think I'm with you there. Um, I like the over. Uh, but I also lean Seattle, and I was wondering the same thing. This is kind of like the Detroit-Minnesota game, which I thought was a little bit backwards too. Um, so I'm I'm going to take the over 100% minus one uh, it's 44 minus 107. I see that was what I had listed already, and I'm going to add Seattle because I agree with you. Uh, let's take Seattle minus the. Th- Might as well just take the four. All right. Uh, hold on. Three cents to win instead of push. I'll take that. If I can get it in on Bet Rivers, I'll take that one. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. We shall, uh, well, as you click on that, I'm going to see what else. I'm going to queue up the next game at least. Any Anything else to say as far as analysis-wise, uh, Seattle and Carolina? Or 
Uh, so, I mean, why is Carolina getting so much respect on the road? Just uh, did Sam Darnold perform that well? I, I guess I didn't really pay attention to Carolina last week. I mean, if he did, what? Do you think he's that's repeatable? I mean, does it matter? No, they're on the road in Seattle. No, I just don't understand. Seattle's the better team. Oh, Kenneth Walker's like questionable. Yeah, he's we'll probably repeat. not going to. We'll see. Pete Carroll has proven that it doesn't matter who the chess pieces are. They're just chess pieces. Running backs don't – I mean, Walker is, is a solid running back, and they, the, the guys behind him are not spectacular. They're more like receiving backs and like DJ Dallas and, and Travis Homer. Uh, Tony Jones is not very good. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just – You still got Geno, Lockett, DK. No, I just – I like Seattle. I like the over. They're just I, – I don't – the only way I could understand some of this is like if if – the Panthers is their team total like nine and a half, ten and a half. I mean, are they not supposed to score? Did their I team something? total is twenty point two five. Yeah, so none of this makes sense. I'm in. I, I feel like this should be a six. I think the line should be six and not four. That's that's where I'm at. Um, okay. I like that. I, I always feel like the four is safe for when a team is down by a field goal and they score a touchdown late. You know, just the whole game theory and scenario kind of action. The Buccaneers, who uh, pulled another one out last time, uh, Monday night to uh, Brady. It, they really are terrible. Uh, this is wild. Like, I had this thought earlier in the week. So, the Bucs are getting three and a half points in San Francisco. 37 and a half is the total. Brock Purdy, who you've never heard of until, like, six days ago, is a three-point favorite against Tom Brady, which is just wild. And it's probably correct. I think it's correct. It's correct, right? I think. Or, no, it's not. It's not correct. Tampa's winning this game. Wait, so it's 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 a disrespectful to Purdy? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? It's and gonna be a, a margin game, just like every other Bucks game. I mean, these these games are bad. They are not fun to watch. <sighs> these no. defenses are are good enough, and these offenses. I, I don't know what to expect out of Purdy. Do you? No, I'm assuming I'm like, a reduction like- in offensive production. Are we just going to have Devo run a 70-yard end around again? I mean, if that doesn't happen, I assume that you're you're going to score fewer points. Yeah, I would like the under, but it's 37 and a half. But at the same time, it's like I can see this game being, you know, 7-3 middle of the third quarter. So I'm I'm on the under. You can grab a 38 on Winbet, I thought. Yeah, right here. All right. So Winbet has a 38. Let's go ahead and jump on the 38 now. <sighs> The Bucks score like 15 or 16 points a game. They only give up 15 or 16 points a game. We see this week after week. Uh, San Francisco is also going to rely on their defense. They're probably just going to run the ball more. I'd expect less explosive plays, less deep passes downfield from Purdy. But maybe, I mean, I didn't study Purdy that much. I only saw him a little bit while he was in the game last week. But at the same time, I don't think this would be a game to try and open him up. This is going to be a game where you don't want to make mistakes. So I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be close. And I don't like spreads more than three in games like this. Yeah, it's it's not yeah, it's not a great one. Um, and I wouldn't think they would overwhelm him either. And like there's plenty of pieces around. Like in Grappler, you make the argument he was lifted by the by his teammates, and I think that's what's gonna happen here with Purdy as well. And not a ton of pedigree on him. I think he was a four-year quarterback. I want to say is out of Iowa State. I hear, I heard some, but like the best thing about him is his, his nickname, which is Nick Nick Foles esque. I don't know if you've heard his nickname, but feel free to do the Google. 
But, I'm uh, dying to know what it is now. I'm trying to rhyme things in my head. Well, his name talking. is Brock. I mean, you can get there, I think. Oh, I trust. That, that was that was easy. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, it's not. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know if that moves the needle or not, as far as the the, the line, I should say. Uh, all right. Well, let's seamlessly segue and talk about the Dolphins and the Chargers. The Chargers who play the closest games every single week. They're getting three and a half points home versus Miami. Uh, 51 and a half is the total. I believe this game was flexed into Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken. And also Miami, my understanding is they stayed there the entire week. I don't know how that changes things or not, but I think that was a Belichick thing. Like whenever they played um San Fran last week, and then instead of flying back and forth and back and forth, Miami to the California a couple of times. The the Dolphins have been chilling all week out west. What are our thoughts as far as the Dolphins and the Chargers? This is another game where I actually think I'm not sure how that benefits them staying out there. I was also thinking about the travel, but I, I honestly think uh, choice A and choice B were both bad. Um, I think it's just you, get, you have to deal with it. You, you fly home, you fly back. It is what it is. Do you think you really gain anything by staying there? I think that's just as much out of your routine as it is from the norm anyway. Do you think it's that really helps routine. them? It's a different routine. Yeah. Like it's like any time the teams are thrown out of the routine. We saw the Bills, though. Their routine was like thrown all over the place uh, a couple weeks ago, and they, they weren't spectacular, but they just they got the W's, right? I don't think they lost. They barely beat Detroit, but they were traveling back and forth and back and forth to Detroit and then playing games on Thursday, back-to-back Thursdays, I believe. Different team. Um, and who really knows? That's you know that's one sample size. Who knows how Miami's going to adapt? Uh, I hear it's nice out there uh, in, in uh, this time of year as opposed to – well, it's nice in Miami too this time of year. But um, a little less humid in, in California for sure. Definitely. But uh, it's a business trip, right? Is that what they say? Business trip? They're just, I'm sure they're in their hotel and locked. Uh, the doors are locked at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah, being- they have rules. Curfew is a thing. <laughs> I mean, so all that being said, like that would say that we're leaning chargers. Um, I'm all right. With, I'm all right with taking the Chargers while this number hangs at three and a half, but I, I really don't have a, a play. I would lean an over too, but I feel like the numbers are already up in the low fifties. I like the hook. You know, three. I don't know. Give me the hook. I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm in. You want to take the three and a half Chargers? I'll jump in bet on that one. Uh, I don't I'll, have a play written down, but as we talk through the game, I would take the Chargers plus three and a half. I don't want to manipulate your official record, but that, that will be uh, if you're oh, going to. I'm adding it. Chargers right. plus three and a half. Well, well, I will victory lap it if it if it hits next week, and if it didn't, you'd have all you the credit what? in the world, you're, you're and I'll take all the blame if it loses. That's that's <laughs> that's the best seat to be in, Dean. I learned that from Matthew McConaughey from Two for the Money. <laughs> <laughs> the Monday night game is the Patriots and the Cardinals. Uh, the Patriots uh, in Arizona are laying a point and a half, a point and a half 43 and a half is the total. Uh, you know, another game. I feel like we have very few dome games this week. Uh, well, there's a couple back-to-back Chargers and now the Cardinals. It's a really low total for a dome game. I'll say that. But it's also like the Patriots and, you know, good defense. They're going to control the ball. They're going to run it. They're going to kill the clock. Where are we at as far as New England, Arizona? I like New England minus one. Um, I'd still take the minus one and a half. I'd still take the minus two. I think New England wins this game. Arizona is one and eleven straight up at home. They are five zero and one to the over, thanks to the dome, some of the dome. Um, let's see, New England's three one and one ATS on the road. 
they still need to win. They're not going to pack this in. The Cardinals season is almost over. Who's starting at QB? They still going to start Kyler just to get a little extra practice? I believe so. Yeah, I don't know uh, if there's a Call of Duty, uh, you know, uh, if that's been a new release or something like that. But as far as I know, he's good to go this week. Um, Who was calling him out? One of his his former players was saying he's all out for Peterson. That's who it was. Yeah, there you go. That was an interesting little conversation on the old Twitter. Um, yeah, man, I I just expected more. I think Arizona's been one of the bigger disappointments, bigger disappointments this season. They're not like Denver level disappointment, but feels like they've been a disappointment. Um, the absence Dude, of Hopkins coming to the year obviously hurt them too. Some injuries. Do you want to, you want to talk me into this over under at all? Well, what's the uh, projected plays out of the blitz on this one for the dome it, game here? It's actually a pretty reasonable number, uh, one hundred and thirty-two point five, which is like sixth uh, highest on the board. They're both kind of neutral as far as their pace, um, but I, I just just playing the dome, forty-three and a half. Eh. If you're going to force me to choose, I would take the over in this game. Yeah, I mean, if it hits 43, I think I'm definitely hitting it. I would I would lean just, just nailing the 43. I, I prefer the Patriots right now, minus one and a half, minus two, before I'm going to start moving on the over-under. But if it comes down to 42 and a half to 43, I'll start thinking about it. That is the slate. That is all the games this week. Six teams on by. I believe buys are done next week. So this, this show is going to be a few minutes longer. We'll do our best to do, condense it down. Uh, you don't Flex love every- more people. You, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you, you didn't. You want to flex a lot of games this week. Tell me the ones. Uh, you know, emphasize your favorite better two as far as the board this week. Man, so we are starting to get tight at the end of the season here. I do, I do like Minnesota over Detroit, which is probably going to come back to bite me. But I like that one. Um, well, that was our, that was our teaser. That was our teaser. So the 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 plus seven and a half over forty six and a half. It is a teaser, but that is one of my favorite bets so far this week. Just for fun and for the sake of the show and for content, I, I will uh, I, I will uh, take the Lions minus. I'll lay the one and a half. And we were talking about this pre-show. Uh, if, if you know, if you want to bet American dollars, we can do that. Um, Turkish lira. I don't know what you have on hand, uh, or we can just do like a movie bet. And uh, you know, if I, I I could not believe you've never seen Boogie Nights, and now I can't believe you've never seen Two for the Money. So uh, the winner will, will force the other person to watch a movie. And uh, you know, there you go. And again, this is not a punishment. Those are fabulous movies. <laughs> so it's a win-win situation. There you go. I don't know. Um, but I'm happy to take Detroit and uh, however you want to do it. But, uh, yeah. I like that. We'll do a straight-up bet on that. I'll take uh, Minnesota on the road. I like that. So no points involved. We're just taking money line, money line for the movie. Oh, no, no, no. I'll give you the points. I'm not a jerk. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll give you the one and a half just in case. Care. I'm not going to be that guy. It's yeah. it's like it's like one or two points. It's basically money line, money line in my We live in a society though. What if Detroit wins by one? And you're gonna be like, you're gonna hold that against me forever. <laughs> That's fair. Uh I also like Jacksonville, Tennessee, the under 41 and a half as another favorite. And uh my third one is gonna be Cleveland, Cincinnati under 47. So a lot of unders this week. They're not tell fun the people, to bet, but it is what it is. Tell the people where they can find you, uh the socials, where they can find your additional contents. Where do I get more Ryan Reed, more Dude Man Pa? Well, you can find Dude Man Pa pretty much everywhere. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, Write articles for Scores and Odds. You can find all of my action on there. And I post some random stuff on Insta and Twitter once in a while. If I don't have time to get an article in or we're inside the hour or it's just an obscure parlay that we don't really 
need to try and spend 45 minutes entering through the spreadsheet, we'll just post the screenshot on Twitter and you guys can have fun tailing it. When you say random stuff, like, can I see your dinner on Instagram? What, what, what am I seeing on Instagram besides it's random football stuff? Mostly going to be like SGPs utilizing boosts or free bets on different websites. Gotcha. All right. I'll just have to use my imagination for your dinner. <laughs> you, want, you want me to start posting dinner pictures? I can do that, too. <laughs> Not enough people do that. There's a hole in the market, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> that is Ryan Reed, Dude Man Pa. I'm Dean at DFS underscore Almanac. That was Behind the Lines, Week 14, presented by Scores and Odds on behalf of Roto Riders. We appreciate y'all watching. Win something this week. We'll be back for Week 15. Thanks for watching. We're out of here. Oh.